Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go, go, go. Friday evening, the weekend is underway. Paul Cooney here in the company of Simon Donnelly. Football back on tonight. Partick Thistle against Kilmarnock. Huge game in the destination of the championship, perhaps. But sadly, only 500 people there tonight. Not a word from government, health officials, however, to say there can be more than 500. But look, it's a huge match. We'll talk about that. We're going to hear from Ian McCall, the Thistle manager, and also Derek McInnes in charge. His second game. Simon, you got that one right last week about... uh, Kilmarnock but not so much about your other predictions last Friday I think that was the only one I got Paul Uh, I was sitting watching the results come in chuffing myself that Kilmarnock got the win that I predicted but I think I get everything else wrong to Carbroth to beat here Enjoyed it last Friday. Nobody saw that. Yeah, for Lee Bullen's first game. Some of the breaking news today, we've spoken about it all week about John Souter. It looks as though he's getting closer to Rangers. There's been a medical today. Good on the Glasgow Times. The Evening Times has been on it. They say he had his medical today with a view to doing a pre-contract with Rangers, which would probably, if the money's there, become a move any time now. Yeah, good move, I think, for John I think uh, there was speculation, obviously we spoke about it last week in the show actually and I thought that the transition to to Rangers for John I think will be very smooth, I think he's more than capable I knew there was a bit of interest from down south but if he's chose to to go to Rangers then good luck to him Where will he fit in for Rangers? What kind of difference will he mean? I mean I guess you're still waiting we've got two and a half weeks of the window to go is there going to be, will Conor Goldson go for example? Well I don't know, I think Rangers will be trying to hold on to the players that they've got you know they've got a strong squad I think this will be an addition and it'll be up to John to go and try and fight for his place in the team I think he's a first team player now he's established at Hearts he's, he's an international player so I think he'll be going there you know to fight for the jersey right from the off and we're now just three days away from the off again of the Premiership the since Premiership it stopped a week early and it looks as though they got it right because Full crowds are back from uh, Monday night. Your old team Celtic up against Hibs, and this is going to be some run, run into the end of the season. Six points in it. Um, Jota <clears> is back. Yeah. Doesn't sound as though he's ready for Monday, but I worry about Kyogo's fitness. Yeah, I think I believe there's been a little setback, and again with hamstring injuries, it's always the case. You know, he pulled up in that game at McDermott Park against St Johnston. It's a little bit of a concern. Uh, they've obviously did well in the transfer market, brought in the, the three Japanese lads. It'll be interesting to see who features on Monday night. I think this is a big a big card, a big fixture card on, on Monday and Tuesday. I think uh, Celtic have got a tough game against Hibs and Rangers have certainly got a tough game the following night up at Pataudry. Uh, full houses, you know, the fans are all back, which is great. But I think this is a, this is a big one. You know, there, there's not much... Uh, 
manoeuvring space for Celtic now six points behind I wouldn't like to see them from a Celtic point of view going any further behind but I think these are two big games uh, Monday and Tuesday it'll be really interesting to see how they pan out Manager of the month in November was Ange Postacoglu and in December as you know it's uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst and player of the month Morelos now nobody wins anything by this time of the year no. but uh, quite a turnaround there with Morelos you're a former Celtic and Scotland striker what did you make of the news that Jermaine Defoe has gone he's left the club well I, th- I don't think it was any great surprise he's not featured a lot this year Paul uh, or this season rather and I think the role that he was looking to take up under Stephen Gerrard was a coaching role and with Gio coming in he's obviously got his own coaching team he's got Roy Mackay there who's a striker and I would imagine would be taking the striking coaching so I think maybe Jermaine's been found kind of surplus that's that side of it uh, Gio's only kind of considering him as a player and I think you know he's, he's decided it was it was time to move on just seeing on Sky they're also picking up on that story that we just mentioned there a few moments ago about John Suter but Hart saying he's not going to go early anywhere um, unless there's a significant amount of money we had suggested a few months ago it would take maybe half a million to move him maybe even a million we're speculating uh, we don't know on Jermaine Defoe when you look at the record 32 goals in 74 appearances great, it's actually a great return yeah. uh, I was actually a wee bit surprised with that when, yeah. I, when I read it but yeah Guy's a, a tried and tested, yeah. fantastic striker. I mean, he'd, he's probably got a better goals to game ratio down south in the Premiership. Mm. Uh, but he's came, he's did his bit at Rangers. And as I say, things change all the time. You know, I think if Stephen Gerrard was still there, I think there'd be a role for, for Germain. Uh, but Stephen's moved on and, and now Germain does the same. Uh, Cedric Itton, back as we know. Um, is he going to play a significant role, do you think, in the next four months? <clears throat> well, it's down to him. Yep. He's, he's got a chance. Uh, Morelos has obviously got the jersey, uh, been in decent form, good goal return. Uh, I was reading actually, it was Fergie. Uh, Fergie's comments on the team. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got something there. Uh, probably different to the other strikers. He's quite physical. Uh, He's been away. Where, where, where's he been? Was it Belgium? He was in Germany. Germany. Yep. So he's been playing football, but it's down to him now. You know, he's got a chance here uh, to impress the new manager. And, you know, the only way he can do that is play and in, 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 in his position, score goals. You just wanted to hear me say Gritter Firth. I told you, <laughs> don't ask me questions live on the radio, Simon, that I don't know the answer to. But no, um, we knew it was Gritter Firth, not the, the biggest team there. But yeah, Barry throws down the challenge to him now to say, you know, this is his it's chance. Always, always yeah. the case at clubs yeah. like Rangers and Celtic. You know, you, you get your chance, you have to take it. You have to take it. And, and in his position, that means any time he's there, he needs to put the ball in the net or affect the game in a positive manner, catch the eye of the of the manager and, and fight for his position in the team. Uh, other news today, Rangers winger uh, Kai Kennedy has joined Hamilton Ackies on loan. Good move for him then to get first-team experience in a team that's improving after a, a horror start after uh, demotion. Yeah, I think so. I think we, we, this was a theme last week as well when we were going through the, the moves. Mm. I think players have to play and if they can find a platform to go and play first team football on a regular basis that develops them no end you know it's it's a waste to see young kids getting a taste of first team and then falling back into the reserves it's, it's, it's the wrong pathway so they have to go out and find a platform and you know as, as you say Hamilton the, the, the wrong end of that championship at the moment but maybe the signs are they turned a wee corner and Kai Kennedy's got an opportunity to go and improve them 
We look out for Glasgow teams, west of Scotland in particular. What about Queen's Park? Every week there's a, another story. Jack Thompson has extended his stay with Queen's Park. He is the he's gone on loan from Rangers. He's now signed for them until the summer of 2023. So far this year, 19 appearances for the Spiders. They still called, called the Spiders, called, aren't they? Of course yeah. they are, of course. Queen's, Always they, the Spiders. Yeah, and he scored a winner in the 3-2 home win over Peterhead at the, the weekend. And the new director of football, Maraja Booker, said... He's a player with a lot of potential. He <coughs> understands the game and already operates at a good technical level. I'm very pleased we've been able to hold on to him and sign him. It shows you another mark of the ambition at Queen's Park. Yeah, interesting project. Uh, they've got all the, the facilities there and I believe they've got big plans. One of my old clubs, I was there briefly, yeah. many moons ago. But it's it's nice to see and ho hopefully they can keep developing. And, you know, it's an interesting story. Uh, went full time all those years I've been amateur they went full time and let's see where they can end up we're previewing tonight's game and also Monday and Tuesday of course all the other games on Tuesday night including the top of the bill at Petondry there'll be what 20,000 there for Aberdeen against the champions and mm. league leaders Rangers will Celtic put pressure on uh, Rangers uh, on Monday night 60,000 against Hebs and uh, Celtic already won trophy to be played <clears> for this season. The trophy's been won by Celtic. Here's the manager speaking about uh, Jota and his return to fitness or near fitness. He's one of the ones we, who obviously you know, was, was out sort of medium to long term, but he's he's rehabbed really well um, and and uh, you know, joined in uh, training uh, today. Um, he's been training, but joining in sort of team training. And uh, yeah, we'll see. He won't, he won't be far off if it's not Monday. We, we expect him sort of over the next uh, couple of weeks to, to be available. And um, yeah, like I said, he's, he's rehabbed really well and he feels pretty good. And what about that six, six and a half million pounds uh, signature for Jota? Reports earlier in the week that talks were well underway he was asked uh, what, what's the future for the Portuguese star you know hopefully uh, having a big second half of the year he, he, he started really well for us and obviously had the injury setback just great to get him back on the field and, and performing and you know in terms of beyond this year that, that'll that take care of itself uh, at the appropriate time How good is he? How good can he be? He's been great for Celtic mm. uh, I think he might actually be pipping Kyogo so far yep. as, as the new transfers coming in to the club uh, wow. He first yeah. came in. Your worry always with, with wide men is the the end product. Mm -hmm. You know the, the skills there, the flares there, but he does have the end product. You know he can finish. We've seen it in Europe, uh, and his assists. It'd be interesting to see how many he's made this season already. I think he's the real deal, and I think it's one that I think Ange went on record yesterday saying that they're more or less their, their, their business is done in the transfer window. But I think the likes of Carter Vickers and, and very much Yota or Jota, uh, if they can get them signed up, would be tremendous business. I mean, unless something extraordinary comes along or, you know, something happens within the existing squad that means we, we need to move. But as we speak right now, there is no other offers or people I've spoken to so few. The, the 20 names that come out tomorrow are all lies. <laughs> he's always got something, hasn't he, for the media? Yeah. I like him. I like him. You know, he's, I don't think he suffers fools. He's quite straight talking. Uh, he's come out and said, look, I mean, he moved very quickly. I think we spoke about it last yeah. Friday. The three Japanese boys were, were signed probably before the window even started. It? Yeah. it was already, present. Yeah, yeah, they'd already agreed. Uh, the lad from Ireland, Kenny, is in. And I think if they can tie these two up, you know, the two loanees, I think that'll be a fantastic transfer window. Uh, 
and as Ange says there, that the speculation about the twenty other players is yeah. nothing but lies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's you know you've got agents <clears throat> trying to push players I think on. They tried yeah. to get. There was another uh, McCree. Was it McGree? That, that's right. McGree. Yeah. Yeah. And McGree. at one yeah. point this week, you know, again, if you're if you're believing everything you read, uh, at times. It was very close, yeah. but for mm. whatever reason, he's, he's decided to go elsewhere. Well, he's been speaking about it. He spoke with him. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we want to speak at length because it's not happening. He's going yeah. to Middlesbrough probably. But yeah, Riley McGree, he's not coming to Celtic. We kind of had a clear idea about what we wanted to do in January and that was mainly focused around uh, the targets I kind of identified fairly on, which, uh, you know, obviously the three lads we've got in. Um, you know, we've had some interest in others, but to be fair, a lot of it's quite crazy to be honest that you can pretty much throw up any name now and and pretty much lie i've got to say and no one says anything so i can tell you there is no other offers out there we haven't spoken to anyone else rather mcgree was somebody who had an interest in because of my association with him um and obviously i know the player very well but you know he's after initial discussions he's decided to, to look elsewhere which is fine so he is not coming, Riley McGree. Um, I play with a lot of energy. I heard someone from um, the Birmingham area who watched him because he was on yeah. loan there, as you know. He said, tons of energy, maybe not the skill required to play at the top level in Scotland. That was interesting. What about the Martin Boyle one? It's gone a bit quiet. Obviously, Saudi Arabia wanted him for £2 million. It's not enough money, but a huge wage, wage for him. Life-changing. Um, I was surprised that Celtic were mentioned only because they've got Jota, they've got Abada and they've got James Forrest. Yeah, but I still thought that would have been a decent one yeah. for Celtic. Mm. I still thought he was one that would be... He wouldn't have to find his feet. He knows the league. Uh, he's an experienced campaigner here, I think. He's at the top of his game, 28-29. Mm. Uh, I thought that would have been a good one for Celtic. And at one point, the name was obviously linked again. And then we heard, you know, the Saudi Arabia connection. But I believe he's going to stay at Hibs. I think Sean Maloney would obviously love... the love him to stay mm. uh, that would be as good as a new signing you know keeping him in the transfer window uh, but yeah at one point Celtic I thought would have maybe taken a little punt on, on Martin Boyle it's a good point there's 40 million at stake as you know if you can win the title uh, this year um, well the man who well he didn't win the title it was Steven Gerrard uh, but the man who succeeded him got the manager of the month here is GVB. I think the start of my career at the Rangers has been very positive. You know, I'm very proud to, to win this award, but I think uh, what's behind the award, I think it's much more important. It meant uh, we have uh, done a great job. I think my staff who came with me, also the staff who's already here, they're helping me a lot and work hard to achieve uh, the wins we had. Also the players. I think I uh, thank them as well for the, all the work they've done uh, the last weeks, the last months. And uh, that's why, uh, you know, I, I got this award. Do you think there'll be any more business done by Rangers in the transfer window, apart from, it looks as though, Suter. John Suter? Uh, I don't think so. I think uh, holding on to players, I think uh, Van Bronckhans has come in and, and done really well. You know, after the, the semi-final defeat, I know he hadn't taken the job, but there could have been a knock-on effect from that. But, it's been the opposite. Rangers have kept going, kept winning games, opened up the gap to six points on Celtic. So he can be really satisfied with his first few months or few weeks rather in the job. Uh, and I think he'll be focused on still keeping this squad together. Obviously, Suter comes in, that strengthens it a little bit. And maybe looking towards the summer when 
he can put his influence on it and, and maybe go far and wide, you know, the, the Dutch connection or whatever. Mm. Last season, we talked a lot about Morelos. You know, he would. everyone thought he would move. Then Ryan Kent. Joe Aribo has been the hottest property for Rangers this season. And of course, he's playing in the, the African Nations. Uh, so it was 1-0 to uh, Aribo over Salah the other day. I mean, Rangers fans all love seeing him playing. I think we're all proud of seeing players here playing from Scotland who are back representing their country. <clears throat> Is that a threat, though, that Aribo could be a target of one of the big ones in England? Well, I think they would much rather he was at Putaudry on Tuesday yeah, night, sure. the Rangers yeah. fans, to be honest, because I think he's been their best player and I think that makes that fixture a little bit more difficult, mm. you know, without your best player. Uh, but yeah, it's natural for, for for guys that are performing at the top levels to attract interest. So that's where it goes back to what I initially said. I think Gio will be happy to get through the transfer window, keeping players of that ilk. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then they look towards the, the summer and then he sees how to, to reshape it depending on how the, the rest of this season pans out. He's really good to watch, isn't he? Aribo. Yeah. What what do you notice most about him? To me, he looks, you know, I've never played the game at any level. Athletic, skill. He seems I think to he's added to it though yeah. as well. I think added goals as well. Mm. The, the goal at Tynecastle recently busting through from the midfield. I think this is something that I actually heard, I think, Van Brockenhorst talking about it. You know, trying to get him on those runs and getting on the end of things, which he did at Tynecastle. There's no doubt he's got the ability. Anybody that's capable of beating a player is always a real threat because he can go and break the line and open things up, commit players, and that's where spaces open up. And you can slide people in. He's got that. You know, he's got that ability. He's also got where he can get on that left foot, and we've seen him whip it into the back post. He's he's a, a real good all-round player, and I think he's got better every season at Rangers so there's no surprise if there's interest there you know it's natural and hopefully well for Rangers sake they can they can keep a hold of him It's a dilemma for the big clubs isn't it and the big two in particular with the top international players and there are more and more tournaments or it seems to be so you've got the Celtic players uh, and Rogic who could be yeah. away um, soon and they could miss up to six games it's possible so because you'd love on February the 2nd to watch Tom Rogic up against Joe Aribo <coughs> to Outstanding players. Yes, yeah. ideally you would want Celtic's strongest team against Rangers' strongest team in an ideal scenario and go head-to-head and see who comes out the best and you want all the best players there. Unfortunately, we've got the African nations yep. uh, and other things, obviously, the Japanese boys have to go away. International duty, it's, mm. it, is your, it is your duty to go away and, and play for your... It's, it's representing your country... It's just unfortunate that these games are coming about and, and Rangers and Celtic are going to be losing players. But it's the clubs that pay your wages. Of I know it the, is. the yeah. pride. Yeah, listen, you've you've got your Scotland caps, pride of place, and I'm sure nothing, you, there's nothing, no amount of money could prize that from you. No. But I mean, it was Celtic or Sheffield Wednesday or you know St. Johnson. It's the clubs that pay, pay. the wages. Yeah. And when you see the salaries they're on now, we just seem to be now talking about games in the context of well, who's going to be available for these huge games? Yeah. And it is difficult for the clubs. It's it's the. It's the travel as well. Yeah. Mm. A lot of miles are travelling. You know, it's not just, I mean, in our day of Scotland, you'd be nipping over to Europe and back and yeah. mm. it'd be maybe a two-hour flight. These guys are, you know, travelling to Australia, Japan. It's, it's it's a hard shift. But as you say, yeah, I, I, I see the argument of the club paying the wages. But it's international football and it's, it's playing for your country and I don't think you can turn that down either. Oh. 
Sorry. 0808 17 17 700. The weekend is here. Football's on tonight and tomorrow in the Championship First and Second Division. And then Monday, Celtic against Hebs. Tuesday, full card, including Aberdeen against Rangers. That's coming up next. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Thanks, Chris. Go Radio Football Show. It's the Friday evening edition. We're back to two hours from Monday. Barry Ferguson, Davey Proven and me, Paul Cooney, will be with you from 5 till 7. And we'll be leading up to Celtic against Hibs and then previewing Tuesday night. Craig Moore will be here and John Hartson too ahead of Aberdeen against Rangers. 0808 17 17 700 on the line now. Cammy, a Rangers fan. Cammy, good evening. Hi guys, good evening. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Uh, on your mind, is it still about Nathan Patterson? Yeah, I just wanted to ask the panel if I think the concern of Nathan Patterson is due to either not being part of Van Bronckhorst's immediate plans or just strictly due to financial situation at Rangers good question I suspect it is more about the uh, getting the money in for a young asset but what do you think Simon Donnelly yeah it looks that way it looks as if it's whatever the the final fee was it looks as if it's good money to, to bring in for Rangers for, for me it's a it's always a disappointment to see a, a young player who's kind of finding his way in the in the first team and he didn't play particularly a lot of games for, for Rangers but from what I've seen I really liked it I think Van Bronckhorst must like that kind of player as well so I don't think it's down to the type of player I think it's been other circumstances uh, he finds himself behind the captain of the team in the same position which is another obstacle but he, he fought himself into the Scotland European Championship squad and has been a, a big player in the World Cup campaign as well and I think he's got a huge future so it's a difficult one I think Rangers fans will be upset that they've let a, a really good young player move on so quickly in his, his career but looking at him I think it's a good move for him you know to go mm. down he's, he's okay it might be a wee bit too soon for him but he's, he's down at the English Premiership let's see how he gets on there I think he's got the ability to go on and, and do really well Cammy, wasn't that the thing that it's good business for Rangers, probably good for him, and uh, because you've got the captain ahead of him, James Tavernier. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I think when you look at James Tavernier's Rangers career, he's never really been injured apart from uh, I think it was a couple of months, months and a half maybe about for last season when Leon Balogun had to fill in. Um, yeah. I think it's one James Tavernier's at least going to have an RC four good years left in him at, at Rangers for me, and then. Still looking Patterson's obviously getting older. I think everyone wants to sign a young player who they could probably then sell on. But my thinking behind it was just he didn't have a lot of games for Rangers and if he's worth sixteen million just now, what could he be worth if they gave him an extra twenty, thirty games? I think Rangers could have had like the Kieran Tierney money for Nathan Patterson, but it's good money for a player who's not really getting his games. But your club's got a good roster of players and I guess the model is you, you'll sell. There will be more players you'd imagine sold this year. Maybe not in the January window, but in the summer as well. And this allows, I mean, between 12 and 16 million coming in. And as you know, Cammy, this is the first time they've had really big money since Alan Hutton. And that was over a decade ago. 
Um, Cammy, what about John Souter, medical today? The Times is reporting, Evening Times, Glasgow Times. Um, how do you feel about that if John Souter is on his way? I think I think it's a good sign for Rangers. It's an interesting one in the likes of what was happening with Conor Goldson. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the likes of an arse and a half as well. And I was thinking if John Souter's coming in as well as an arse and a half, I was thinking that this, this would be Conor Goldson's exit. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I think they're still discussing a new contract for him, but I think John Sutter's a good good sign for Rangers. Obviously, when he played for Scotland not too long ago, I thought he played really well and obviously got himself a goal. So I think so. I think it's a good sign for Rangers. Simon, you reckon we mentioned it at the top of the programme? It looks as though it's going to happen. I suppose the question is, when is he going to come in the summer with a pre-contract, or do you think he will move much earlier? I, th- I think, I think, I think it will happen now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm honest, I think. Once the, it's, it's difficult sometimes. Speaking from experience, actually, it's, it's difficult when when deals get done and you've still got time to to play at a different club, you know, and and, and you know that he's going. So it'd, it'd probably be ideal for everybody concerned uh, if if that's the deal that John could move on just now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about Morellas then, Player of the Month? Here's your manager, Cami, uh, speaking about him. So Morellas, what a transformation under GVB. I think he's done well since I came in. He's got some important goals, so that's uh, always important for the team. He's working hard. His, his attitude has been been really well, so uh, he's a positive factor uh, for the team. And of course, as we mentioned a few moments ago, he could miss the Old Firm game if Colombia call him up because they play Argentina the night before. So how would you feel about that? He's your number one striker. Yeah, it would be a big miss for Rangers, I think, since Van Bronckhorst has came in, they also looked hungrier, he's looked fitter. I think he's just been a better player. I think he's also playing closer to the goal, mm-hmm. which helps his playing style. I think with Gerard, he was asked to drop in a wee bit more and get on the ball. I think playing close to the goal is Morales' type of game. I think Gio coming in really benefited him. Obviously, missing him for the old firm would be a massive blow for Rangers. I think the likes of Joe Rebo could also be out yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. But um, Morales would be a massive miss. It's a pity, Cammy, as well, isn't it, that there are going to be top players on both sides. If you could, would you like it to be Rangers' best side against Celtic's top? Yeah, I would. I, th- I yeah. think, like, also, I'm, I'm going to be biased and say, I think, I think Rangers would still come out on top. Yeah. Also, I want the likes of Joe Rebo to be playing. For me, he's been the best for the league this season. Um, I just think he's been he's been top some of the goals he's been scoring. He's been adding a lot of numbers to, to mm-hmm. his game, which is something I think he's lacked. Having him against Celtic would, would be vital for Rangers to pick up three points. What's your thoughts on Cedric Etan back in? Is he going to make a difference? It's an interesting one, uh, Cedric Etan coming back yeah. because if we told him for a reason, obviously Jermaine Defoe has gone out. They might feel as if they need that. I mean, Stubbs fourth choice striker. I think they might feel that Kamal Ruth injury prone. So. If he gets injured, they need somebody else. But they've also got Zakala. It's an interesting one. I can't see him breaking into the squad, but I quite like that when he would come on off the bench. I think there's a few old firms who would come on off the bench and he would make an impact in games. Obviously, I think he'll probably come on at Spurs Park at some point in the season and score two goals like he usually does against Motherwell. But I can't see him breaking into the first 11. So, Cammy, what do you think Tuesday night then? Rangers up at Petaudry, are you confident? <clears throat> are you worried about it? I mean, there's obviously huge history between the two clubs. Um, full house at Petaudry, what's going to happen? Yeah, good fixture. I'm confident Rangers will go out and get three points off of the form that they were on before the winter break. I think Aberdeen have, 
um, came into the season, came into playing well a wee, a wee bit better. Obviously, didn't have a good start to the season, um, but I'm confident the Rangers with the form that they're on. Cheers, Cammy. Have a great weekend. Thanks for calling the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. It's Paul Cooney, Simon Donnelly, and Derek's on the line now uh, in Glasgow. Derek, good evening. How are you doing? Good evening, Paul. Good evening, Paul. Uh, do you think John Sutter is good enough to play for Rangers? Is he good enough? Well, Simon? I think he is. I think he is. I've obviously worked with John, but it was quite a wee while back. You know, he was only 16 when he came into the team at Dundee United. I thought he had the temperament back then. We played him in a, a semi-final against Celtic at Hamden. And you just sometimes recognise bits and players that they can handle it, you know, or they can fold. And John was very much one of those ones that could handle it. He's had his, his, his troubles in terms of injury. He, he got his move to Hearts. He's, 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 I think it was his Achilles and then did the exact same injury again not long after coming back, which is an absolute nightmare for a young player trying to establish himself but he's got himself into the Scotland squad and I think if he keeps himself fit I think he'll be a big player for Rangers over the next few years Derek you're always intriguing what's your point caller about him about John Souter I don't think I don't think he's good enough I think he's very slow I thought when we played him he was caught out of position for one of the goals and I don't I don't think he's good enough to play for Rangers and I was going to say about Nathan Patterson, if he was this great player that everybody keeps telling us, why is two managers not gave him a regular game? Mm-hmm. Well, I think he's just, to be fair, Derek, I think he's, he's been breaking through uh, under Stephen Gerrard, you know, when he's came through and got himself into the, the Scotland setup quite quickly. I don't think uh, if he asked Gerrard or even Gio, you know, I don't think they would say he wasn't good enough. I'm not saying uh, Nathan Barnes is not good enough, but I think maybe he's slightly overhyped and that £16 million, if that's what Rangers got, or £12 million, Rangers can't be refusing that sort of money. No, I don't, I don't, listen, I, I agree with you to an extent. I think any... Any figure can be overhyped and it's not a reflection on the player. But what I see from Nathan Patterson is a really good young player who I think has got a bright future and I think he would have done well at Rangers and I would actually put my neck in the line I think he'll do really well at Everton I think he'll establish himself in that team Derek two and a half weeks left on the transfer window what business do you want to see Rangers do? Uh, I said for midfielder that can go box to box Any any name? I'm I'm not too sure Uh, nobody in mind obviously but uh, they're talking that young boy is it PSG plays for? Yes yeah, we talked about that uh, last night. Um, overall, I think cut, it's slightly unfair that, uh, I, that players are away in any side, like Liverpool was hampered yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, in the African nations. I think that's totally unfair on teams because at the end of the day, they're paying the wages and a lot of money at stake, especially this season in Scottish football. Derek, I think I, I touched on it earlier. I think I agree with you. Yeah. The clubs are paying huge money and more and more they're losing players. Because FIFA it does, looking... it does affect the teams. Yeah. Paul, I was just thinking Liverpool last night, yeah. I wouldn't say I wouldn't but, say toothless, but see without Manny and Salah, Salah. they're a yeah. totally different team. You think? They, these guys <laughs> no, know. are you know, know. it's and they're bringing in they've got Jota, they've got Firmino, but Yeah, but I mean they're an English Premier should be they are challenging or should be challenging for the title but the two players it just shows you when you take two players probably Salah more than Manny although I think Manny's terrific I think 
Yeah, when they lose these players, it's it's reducing your team. Simon, in your honest opinion, who do you think will win the league? Be honest. He's the always sh- honest. The <laughs> Scottish Premiership. Not very tinted glasses. Wait a minute, right, Simon, get the glasses off. Nice. <laughs> no, no glasses tonight, Simon. Who do you think? Be, I think it'll be tight. I think Celtic might pip Rangers, but I don't think they can afford to have any more mistakes. They've got three games against them. They have to perform in them. They haven't. Rangers have had the, the hold over Celtic in those games. That needs to change for Celtic to, to have any success. They have to be able to beat Rangers. Yep. yep. Derek, what's your opinion? Your honest opinion? <laughs> uh, I think that six-point cushion could be crucial, Paul. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that uh, Rangers can afford this for Celtic can. Yeah, I, I, agree, I, I agree with you with that, Derek. Yeah, I think Celtic that... Still, uh, Simon, Celtic still got the choice there. Jane Castle and Easter Road in the next round of games Rangers might not need to go to either one of the after the split they might they might have uh, they might not because Rangers might need, not need to go to Jane Castle Easter Road if they try to win any games they'll drop out because obviously it's three at home and two away yeah, yeah. But three, three away two at home so the Celtic and two others and so Sam, Derek's did his homework. Oh, he, does, he knows his stuff, <laughs> and I like he's got. A, I think it's a devilish in him. He's always got some wee twist. That's why I said. What's I think your what's point? Eight, yeah. eighteen games to go. Yep. I think this is where it heats up. Yeah, this is where the race starts. And and as Derek quite rightly says, Rangers are six points ahead. Mm-hmm. That's that is big, and it gives Celtic very little room for any sort of mistakes. Mm-hmm. So I think it will be tight. And I think there'll be a few more twists and turns. I think both will drop more points. Like dropping points at St Mirren against Livingston as I well. I think this fixture yeah. coming up Monday and Tuesday, mm-hmm. I would be surprised if both win. Right, okay. Uh, so, but if you think that Celtic are going to win the league, I guess you're... Well, what, what do you think the scoreline's going to be? Or who's going to win Monday night? Let's ask Simon now while you're on, Derek. I think Celtic. Yeah. And I think Rangers might draw. You think a draw there at Petaudry? Yeah, Derek, what do you reckon? Uh, I'll say two nothing both of them okay yeah. they'll take two nothing they just do nothing yeah. I think it's going to be some season it's not going to be 25 points no uh, between that's, that's the teams. Oh, that's... I know Paul <laughs> <laughs> but you know Derek I think it listen for the neutrals you want it to go and go as uh as far no of course not yeah and you're absolutely right you've always got uh, you know an interesting point of view on it all I knew you were going somewhere when you said John Sutter Simon is he good enough for Rangers I mean we know that he's not noted for pace but uh, yeah time will tell sure time will tell I've got good hopes I I think he'll do well Uh, what what about tonight Derek any thoughts on this 500 do you not feel for Partick Thistle Jerry Britton told us the other night Cathy Jameson was on from Kilmarnock the director they're they will lose. Thistle will lose between forty and fifty thousand pounds tonight. Do you not think it's such a shame? Uh, I, I think they should, uh, they should let the fans in altogether. I don't understand why England could have full houses yep. and it was cut in Scotland. I don't understand that. Yeah, Derek, that's a good call tonight. Thanks. Have a great weekend. We'll speak to you soon. Thanks, Jack. Paul, take care, mate. Thank Cheers, you. Derek. Cheers. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Thanks, Chris. Don't forget, on Sunday morning in this very studio, it's back. The Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. So Lord Willie Hockey, Sir Tom Hunter will be here and their guest 
Kenny Blair of Buzzworks, co-founder of Buzzworks. We know many other places. Uh, Vic and Vine in Presswick, you've been there. Uh, Lido and uh, Scots in Troon and also Largs, but they do so much. Brilliant places. And it's been such a tough time for the hospitality industry. So they are on on... It's Sunday morning. Stuart Patrick, CEO of the Chamber of Commerce, will also be on. I love to hear about what's happening in, in the great city in the west of Scotland. And Stuart will be on. So Tom and Willie, 11 till 12 on Sunday morning here on Go Radio. We're going to hear from Derek McInnes and Ian McCall previewing the game tonight. We'll get Simon Donnelly's uh, exclusive preview of that one and his take on it, who is going to win tonight. Um, and we're going to take another call in a second or two, but before that, here's Greg Taylor of Celtic speaking. What about the confidence that they get from their League Cup win? We've touched on that as a group, as winning as a team and bringing success to this club <clears> is, is so important. And uh, it only will help us and help us improve because when you win together, you want more of it. And it was a it was a good uh, day. And what about the fans back? It's a massive bonus. Um, I'm glad that we've came to that decision because I think it was a logical one. Um, and we we need our fans. So to have sixty thousand there come Monday night is uh, only going to benefit us. So good news for Celtic and Scotland that he's back. How is his fitness? And I was pretty fortunate. Or it was pretty good that I managed to make it back before the the cup final and. It was a it was a long period I was out, so no, it's been again. It's a good chance to build my fitness and build on the games I got before the break. So um, I'm feeling good and ready to attack the next few months. Well, Celtic fan Sean is on the line. Good evening, Sean. Good evening, guys. How are we doing? All right. Yeah, pretty good. Friday night's here. What's on this weekend? You getting up for Monday? <laughs> Quiet one. I just want to bypass this weekend and focus on Monday. It's the first time I'll ever say that. Yeah. I couldn't care less uh-huh. about the weekend. <laughs> you'll be there on Monday Can't night. You'll, Monday. you'll be at the match. No, I've not got a ticket, no. Uh-huh. Didn't get a ticket, so I'll be patiently waiting by the TV, waiting for it to kick off. Yeah. Monday night under the lights, watching Celtic v Hibs. Can't beat it. Gonna be some game. <laughs> so Sean, what's well, on your mind tonight? What do you want to ask Simon Donnelly? Yeah, no, I'm just thinking yeah. I know obviously we made a slip up before St Mern and but with these signings that we're getting in, I feel as if we I know we're six points behind and we can't afford to drop any points before the old firm game, but I still think that we're in with a really, really good shout this year. I don't think... There's, I see people after the St Mern game when we drop points, that's saying that they've written <clears> us <throat> off again and that Rangers are going to, after the year, just uh, stride away from us. But I don't see that at all. I, I feel as if we're, we're in with a very, very good chance. Rangers went unbeaten in the league last year. Would it be fair to say you need to go unbeaten and win just about every game? Obviously, it depends what happens with Rangers. Will you go unbeaten between now and May? <laughs> now in Mesa it's going to be a, yeah. a hard shout I'm going to take it game by game I'm just going to try and say hopefully we go unbeaten until the old firm game and then hopefully we beat them and then that's three points behind that's what I'm thinking <laughs> or hopefully Aberdeen can give us a do us a wee turn like they did the last time yeah. so it should have been three points at Ibrox I'm not going to I'm not going to talk about any dodgy uh, refereeing decisions it should have we're <clears> two and a lot they get Rangers get gifted two goals but I would gladly take a point Simon what do you feel can Celtic go on will they go unbeaten I'm not sure if they'll go unbeaten but I think I think Rangers and Celtic will both drop points between now and the end I think obviously Rangers with the advantage of the six point uh, lead can afford to slip up a wee bit more Uh, but I think both will drop points but it'll be interesting you know that the little break hopefully has freshened everybody up it gives players that were injured a, a chance to get back I don't believe Jota's back ready to play uh, 
we touched on at the start of the, the, the show with Kyogo a little setback. It'll be interesting to see the team on Monday night. You know, can, can any of these Japanese lads, Maeda, can he come straight in? Uh, you would like to think they could. And if they have the impact that Kyogo has had, then, you know, that's a big plus for Celtic. But it'll be interesting just to see who gets off and running because yeah. that little gap, you know, the momentum there, Rangers were, were very steady. They were picking up win after win there. It'll be interesting to see who starts well because this is really where, and it usually is the turn of the year. Obviously, it's been put back to the, the 17th and the 18th, but this is where the race starts. Jota has been a bit special for you. You've obviously missed him, Sean. You'll be really pleased that he's close. He's back training. Yep, definitely. Yep. I can't wait for him to be back on the park. Mm. I know, and also, I can't wait for him to sign that, that contract <laughs> yeah. as well. Everybody's uh-huh. kind of rumouring about that it's, is it happening, is it not? But It's gone a little bit quiet, hasn't it? But yeah. It has, yeah, it has. But I suppose everybody's jumping the gun, I think, over the January window, expecting that it needs to be done by January. It doesn't need to be done by January. It's here until the summer yeah. anyway. So there's a long time to go. And I think that's what a lot of Celtic fans are kind of looking at this. Is there going to be any more signings? I think it was just the fact that we signed, we signed the three players at the one time and basically before the window even opened. Yeah. I think that's us done for the, for the as, as kind of signing-wise mm-hmm. over January. I think it would be our focus now is to try and maybe see if we can get Jota and Cameron Carter-Vickers permanently. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the icing on the cake for this month. Cameron Vickers, that would be, psychologically, Simon, it would be a big signal, wouldn't it? Julian on his way back, <clears throat> if Carter Vickers, and, and that's a great point, he's here till the summer anyway, but what difference does it make when somebody actually signs for, you know, six million? I think then just any, if he has any uncertainty, I think, if you're talking about Jota, I think the guys came, he, he must be loving it. He's playing 60,000 every second week. He's in form, he's scoring goals, the, the fans love him. He's came from somewhere where he wasn't playing and he's been given an, a, an opportunity. So I don't see him wanting to go anywhere. The danger with that is, obviously, if you excel and do really well, he's no Celtics player for somebody else to snap that up. I don't see that happening. But just for the, for, for everybody to, to kind of settle down and relax and be great to just get that over the line and call him a Celtic player. Carter Vickers has come in and been really steady for mm-hmm. Celtic. He's, it's been difficult, you know, he's, he's different different pairings at the back there. Uh, but he's probably been the most consistent out of the mm-hmm. centre-backs. And as you quite rightly say, Julian's on, on the way back as well. So that all of a sudden that strengthens that position as well. But you would like to get these... These guys have done enough to show that they're capable, more than capable uh, for the future. Sean, Simon, Simon first. Would you pay £6 million for Carter Vickers? In a heartbeat, yep. In a heartbeat, <laughs> I think so that's an absolute steal, I, th- yep. I, th- I think that's going to be the they're going to have to. You know, you're not going to get them for any any cheaper. His Sean's heartbeat was quicker no, than no. you. He was in faster than you, Simon Donnelly. You've been training this week I as well. <laughs> I, I think he's been doing too much out there. You did I how would, many miles? Oh, I did uh, too many today. Nine, two, nine, 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 nine too oh, many. Nine, in good form. But I would, I would, I would, I would be more inclined to push the boat out for Jota. Right. Okay. But again, that's sure. probably just me being, yeah, you know, liking yeah. that kind of attacking player. But this is massive for Celtic. You know, we all know Rangers, 25 points last season. It's a massive, it's a yeah. massive yeah. Uh, reward yeah. this year. That's why it's it's huge. It's, it's a big one and it's going to get tasty. Mm-hmm. You know, 18 games to go and, you know, I'm looking forward to it. And it's the bragging rights because Rangers have been on top and by that margin. <clears> and that must have hurt you badly, Sean. 
deeply yep. and you want to come no, back so no you know and Celtic are not skint are they it's been tough of course no, it has no, but the fans Perry pinching for far too long there's yep. plenty of money in the bank yeah Simon they need to, yep. they need to roll the, the boat out boat out because Rangers have got a confidence I mean look at the table there's six points in it yep. now obviously if Celtic go on and win there's three games against each other you don't have to be a mathematician to work it out but it, it's crucial they can't this afford is, this, is where yep. it, this is where it comes down to though because last year Rangers Ran away with it. They were, mm. they were. I think that the the game against Celtic at the turn of the year, where they won, kind of nailed it, and then they almost strolled the rest of the season. Yeah. I don't see that happening this year. And and the wee quirks that go with football and and, and the, the running, Celtic have got a chance to go and win on Monday night and and apply the pressure. And then it's down to Rangers to respond to that the next night. And I think there's going to be times like that that Celtic might need to respond depending on who's playing. And that's where players are really tested when, when the heat is on. Sean, thanks very much for calling us and enjoy okay. it on Monday. Thanks for the call. Okay, appreciate thank it. You. Cheers. Cheers thanks for everyone who has been on tonight. Big game tonight. Let's hear from the two managers then. So the home manager, Partick Thistle. Let's hear from Ian McCall. And he's talking about uh, in the league position. Only ever in the Premier League have I known such a gap. And that's usually just between two teams and the rest. But... For there to be that type of gap between the top five and the bottom five, I, I've not known that in my time. If the top five all win their games in hand, I, mean, I think five teams will be separated by like two points or something going into the last 15 odd, well, 13, 14, 15 games. So it is very tight and and great, you know. So Patrick Thistle going tonight on 32 points. I keep going to say there'll be thousands on the way to the ground, but there's only 500 being allowed in. Uh, Wraith Rovers on 35, Kelly on 36. So we've been saying all week, in his second game, Derek McInnes could take them top of the table tonight yeah. if they win um, at the Jags. And here is the manager speaking um, about Thistle. But we've got to let Partick Thistle feel us as well as a team. We've got to let them know that you know we're a team that's going there to go and win the game. Um, but ultimately, we can talk about other teams and the competitors and all the rest of it. We're Kilmarnock. We've got to try and look after our own business. And the good thing is, we, with 16 games to go, we can still control what happens to us. And having improved performances, looking for those improvements as we go along and hopefully keep winning then we'll be there thereabouts if we can do our job <clears throat> Who's going to win tonight? What do you reckon? Goals in this one? I don't think there'll be many goals I think it might be a draw Yeah, I think it might be a draw yeah. uh, Just listen to Collie's comments there it's, if they all win there could be a couple of points it's going to be a really exciting running with the, the five teams every one of those teams will fancy their chances Partick have been there Kilmarnock are just out of the Premiership that's uh, going to be a hell of a race and it's just a shame that there's only going to be 500 at that game tonight because Firhill would have been rocking tonight mm -hmm. uh, particularly after or particularly the way the, the, the league is going uh, I think Partick now are just tucked in behind Kilmarnock so it's a massive game and I think with the five teams being so close I think it's going to serve up game after game like this right through to the end uh, and really exciting Simon, let's hope that the run-in is in both divisions. Uh, so you reckon Celtic will win against Hibs' scoreline? What do you think, Bundy? I think they'll win 2-0. And Rangers, is it a score draw you're going for? or? Um... I think it'll be tough for Rangers. I think just every, the one I Rebo, I think maybe one each. You reckon one each. Simon, thanks for joining us. We'll Cheers. see you very soon. We're back Monday night. Barry Ferguson, Davey Proven, 5-7. Uh, thanks, everyone. Here on Go Radio, coming up next after the news, it's Stevie Lennon. 
The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees, they even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.